What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy. David Steves. Uh, but the person oh, who really sure. got me into comedy was uh, Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's because they had that song in the 80s. It went, it went a little something like this. It was, come, 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 become a comedian. Yes. Ah, there yes. You go. <laughs> I've only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times. <laughs> and then somebody came up to me and was like, like I'll it. pay you $5 if you never say that on stage again. I was like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on him. That asshole hasn't been to an open mic since. So. Uh, well, that's all right. I'll, I, you know what, David? I'll, I'll give you 10. John Batch. I, I like that uh, where you draw the line. I think you're like, Damn it, they're not paying their performers. Right, I'm listen, out of here. I, you know, if, if, if a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know, bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine, and, and God bless her. But I'm going to pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much <laughs> as I can. Good versus evil. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome back to Good versus Evil. This is the bonus episode. <laughs> this is Good versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end times. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. And I am the evil side, John Batch. And our guest this week, who you just heard, uh, is a comedian, a uh, apparently a, a soon to be podcaster as well, a. a uh, mm -hmm video star uh Pornhub star Pornhub star uh one of uh, my best friends in the entire world uh so that which probably doesn't say much for him uh but it, uh ladies and gentlemen uh please welcome Cam Honeyager What's up sexy bitches Hey how's it going man Good how are you guys? Cam where the are you do this from your car where are you, where are you living in your car Yeah man my girl kicked me out no. <laughs> no, dude, you said such nice things about her on stage. <laughs> I know. Apparently, she didn't like them. No. <laughs> she no, didn't, she, she wasn't has, there, was she? No, she has what's called a real job, and so me uh, <laughs> getting drunk on a on a Tuesday night and talking to comics at nine o'clock probably isn't conducive for her real job schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I also have a real job, and uh, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, they're those are, they're overrated, man. Let's let's be real. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool, just gonna man. start an OnlyFans. It's all good. Right. <laughs> exactly. There, there is a there is a market for chubby guy mafia out there. Just tap into okay. it, buddy. <laughs> uh, awesome. Drop that handle. <laughs> Oh, Campbell, it's it's good to good to have you on, man. I, I know we've we've wanted to you know, have you on for for a while. It's you know again, good good to good to see you. Um, you know, I I work with with you on on different projects as well. I've seen and do this with David. So I'm a, to be honest, I'm a little nervous, uh, because this this feels like you know that those times where like uh, all your ex girlfriends get together and decide to talk about talk shit about you and and uh, you know and what oh, yeah. a terrible person you are. So. Uh, that's <laughs> so I'm really excited about how this yeah, is going to go today. Right. A John gangbang is just going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, it couldn't be any worse when we had Carl on. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. 
Oh, it was funny. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, Cam, I mean, first of all, again, thanks, thanks for, for coming on. Like I said, um, t- I mean, tell us a, a little bit about yourself, because this is a chance for us to kind of get to know you as, as a, a comic, I, I guess, and anybody who uh, who doesn't know you to get to know you as, as a, a comic, really. Uh, so, you, again, I just moved recently back from LA, uh, living back in yeah. in Michigan now. Um, welcome back. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so so I mean, tell us uh, I guess uh, a little bit uh, about yourself and what what started you in comedy, what what got you uh, into it, and and uh, what are you, what are you looking to do with it? Uh, tell us some of your history. Well, the, the priest, yeah, the priest pulled it out and said, "Don't tell my dad." So then I started comedy <laughs> shortly after. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, oh, I, no. I started doing I started doing like improv and stuff when I was in high school. I, I tried stand up a couple of times in high school. Sure. And then um, I, I got more into it when I was in college, around 18. I um, mean, that was in, in Florida. And then from uh, Florida, I moved to Los Angeles, was there for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then moved back to Michigan. This is where I grew up. Um, I've been doing it here. And then I moved back out to L.A., and uh, just things were starting to, you know, go pretty good. The whole fucking world shut down, and uh, every All comedy right. club near me closed. So, yeah, I'm back out here, and... Uh, going good you know yeah. i love comedy it's at least back here in michigan you know we're at least able to get some shows you know david's right. show has been great it's been a great place to perform so yeah, yeah. Dave, i don't know what else what else you want to know about me no that I mean, that's it this has been a good episode thanks for coming on um, yeah, I've, got I've, got, I've got hemorrhoids i can show you that too <laughs> Is how personal do we want to get? <laughs> right, right. As, as personal as you want. So when you're masturbating, is it me or John that you think of? John's got better it's physique, like, but I got bigger titties. So yeah, it's actually you sitting on John's face. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then John died. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a snuff, it's like a snuff fantasy. Yeah. Oh, you've been talking to John Travolta. Oh man. <laughs> This isn't the general's daughter. What? What? (sighs) So you lived out in LA twice then? Yeah. Yeah. I moved there right out of college. I was actually um, in music because I went to school for music and I was, I moved out there to intern for a production company and then I worked for a film composer. Um, But I was doing comedy on the side the whole time out there too. And, um, and when I came back to Michigan, it was kind of just a time to re-get my life together. And it kind of just, like, the more I got into the music stuff, the more I just didn't like it. And the more I got into the comedy stuff, the more I loved it. So I was like, I'm just going to focus on this as my main thing. Right. And That's uh, awesome. it's been going good since, yeah. So I got to ask you a question. What's the difference between, like, Los Angeles shows and Kalamazoo Michigan shows or Michigan <laughs> shows in general? Like, I, I know they're pretty similar, but – I'm sure, I'm sure there are no differences whatsoever, right? Yeah, not at all. Um, well, like, I guess the main difference is, you know, you never really, in LA, you never really know who's gonna show up. So, like, every, so, like, everybody's kind of kissing ass, and they're just, like, you know, uh, just kind of waiting to be discovered in that sense, where, like, you have a show in Kalamazoo, people are there to kind of just work on material. That's kind of the, the general vibe, is it's comics, hanging out with comics, where in LA, every opportunity, every time you're, you step foot outside your door, it's an opportunity, and people kind of walk with that mentality, and so um, so there's a different kind of vibe. It's a little bit, there is some sort of like camaraderie, but it's more competitive in a sense. You can feel it. Sure. Um, but I think I think that's been changing over the last couple of years. Rogan has been helping with that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I I like I like the the competitive aspect of it though. I mean, of course, I'm, I. You guys both know I'm a pretty competitive uh, person as as is, but um, I, I'm, again, yeah. there's there's nothing wrong with 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 camaraderie, and, and certainly I've I've met some of my my best friends uh, through comedy, including you two, I guess. Um, but but you know, there there's a certain aspect of it too where that 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 competition kind of helps drive your um, drives your own ability or drives your own. Um, desire to to get better and continue to do better so I, I i like that aspect of it too um now if for for you cam if you know again i haven't been to to la a couple times and now back in michigan um is, is that something you look would you uh, look to go back out to la at, at some point again or or if you are you plan to would, would you rather stick around here or uh, move somewhere else i mean what would you think about doing 
Yeah, man. So the plan is to go to Chicago once the world opens up again. Okay. Because, uh, nice. you know, I got family stuff. I got, you know, pers- I'm trying to make my relationship work. You know, I, you've met my girlfriend, Courtney. Right. And uh, yeah, I've just been trying to make that work. And so in uh, L.A. right now is just in such a weird place with the comedy industry. It's not going to be normal for a long time, I think. Um, just because there's, there's once it does open, there's going to be such just a mad grab for stage time. And then all the comics that were supposed to go on the road weren't able to go on the road and they're going to be back in the clubs working on sets and trying to, you know, help the clubs out at least by bringing in people. So like the bigger acts are going to be pushing the smaller acts out. And so, uh, sure. I think Chicago is a good call for now because the Midwest, you know, there's lots of opportunity in the Midwest to, so, and then you have Chicago, which is a big city and you can still get that aspect of, you know, getting in the big showcases and auditioning for like, um, what's it just for laughs in Montreal and yeah, there's lots of different opportunities there as well. And so, and it's closer to family. It's only three hours away. So yeah. I think that that's probably the next move. Um, but for now it's kind of just going to wait out this whole COVID situation and drink whiskey. I got some whiskey just for this. My man. <laughs> <laughs> just for go. the record, he is not driving. No, he's just uh, in a parked vehicle. <laughs> right. Uh, so as long as the the cops don't drive by, you'll be you'll be okay. Uh, yeah, be he fine. doesn't even have his keys on him. He's fine. He's good. <laughs> yeah. How did these lights get on? I don't know. <laughs> well, lights. the 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 pro the problem is that that Cam and I actually live in the same apartment complex. So if I just all of a sudden hear. Yeah, yeah, like if I honk, you really? Yeah, I can I can <laughs> so. Why do you just come to your place? Why is he in his car? Why don't you just invite him over? Because I don't want him in my apartment. Yeah, uh, with a space cam. He's one of my best friends in comedy, but he's gonna sit his ass out in the car <laughs> ten feet away from my friggin' room. Nice friend you are. You know, I'm a, I'm a giver, you know? No, I'm just, I'm waiting for that, to hear that, uh, those lights go. So I guess my point is, Cam, if you do get pulled over in, in your uh, parking spot. In the I'll, parking lot? In the parking lot. I'll, I'll just <laughs> walk out my back door and be like, look, officers, he's fine. You know, I, I too am drunk. It's okay. Should be, a, should be. It'll be like a <laughs> scene from, it'll be like a scene from Super Troopers. They're like, pull over, Cam. He's like, I am pulled over. <laughs> I can't go any further. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Get out of the car! Now you get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, I, it's it, it's interesting. I mean, Cam and I have have been. Uh, what did what? When did we meet? Probably o- almost a year and a half ago now, or so. We actually, so, we yeah, actually, it would have been May May of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. When we met, when, when, that was when I moved back the first time. Okay. Oh, that's right. Because we actually didn't even meet meet in comedy when we first when we first met. I uh, we we were working together. Well, Cam was Cam was where I was his boss. And again, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, really? He was, one of, he was one of my bosses. He yeah. wasn't my main boss. He was a supervisor, but he wasn't my supervisor. Yeah, and then uh, I quit, and then shortly after, added him on Facebook and saw that he was doing some open mics. I'm like, oh shit! And then uh, we met up, and yeah, you know, after we a couple dick suckings and (laughs) some some cat murders later, here we are. That's a that's a solid (laughs) friendship start right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I, I still I still remember the first night that that you and I really hung out and got drunk, Cam. Um, and and uh, yeah. it was you. You may not remember this, um, but because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I was living I was living at the the house uh, on the other side of the the city at the time, and I all I remember is waking up, being woken up rather by my roommates at the time going, "What the fuck is going on? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and so and they, they ripped me out of my bed who did this because they knew it wasn't wasn't any of them it had to have been they assumed me um and there was v- vomit all over the entire <laughs> fucking bathroom like it was uh it was on the ceiling it was behind the toilet it was everywhere on the ceiling and cam Listen, appa- I, when I, go for it, I fucking go for it okay i'm a champion i had to mark my territory and and in his defense, uh, we had drank a lot that night. Um, 
<laughs> but and then we got back and drank even more. And then right. he poured wine and then he poured tequila down my throat. Right. Oh, so it was, yeah, uh, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't a good mix. I've it wasn't got a good mix. Issues. <laughs> then, I've already got tummy issues, he says. Yeah, so I really was... bring tums with me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for tums. buying the store brand. We appreciate of that. Course. <laughs> so so yeah that was that was my introduction to cam and and uh, his to me and and we've been you know alcoholics together ever since it's been a it's been a good time um so yeah, it's so been a good journey cam I, I again tell me a little bit more about your 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 comic self i guess i guess like if, if you had to define your um your persona or your your on stage look or your on stage right. view well, i mean what what would that be what would that look like to you do you think indie pop drag queen space force i don't know <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on there right yeah man. no it's uh you know i i try to stay out as true to myself as i can sure uh, i tell a lot of story pretty much every story i tell is um something that happened personally it's pretty much just punching it up to for stage <laughs> right um you know, I try to find funny, the, the funny and dissect the funny in every situation constantly. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, it's a little bit of jokes, a little bit of storytelling and, uh, you know, a little something for everybody. I think I just try to be undeniably funny, no matter what I'm talking about, as long <laughs> as it's funny. And then it, I think it should be, should be good. Yeah. Then, then who gives a fuck? And so, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're not one of those who, uh, would say anything is necessarily off limits then as long as it's funny, then fuck it. It's, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my whole thing. Is like it should just be undeniably funny, right? You know, if and if it's not, then maybe you just didn't write it well enough, or you didn't perform it well enough. But like, if you if you write a good enough joke, there's tons of awful like subject matter bits. Like there's tons of bits out there, and George Carlin is a great example. But he just wrote them so well and so and cut the fat off so well perfectly. That it's like you can't even be mad at what he's talking about because it's just so perfectly funny. So that's the goal for me. So that's that's what I try to do. Right. And uh, so uh, yeah, no subjects off limits. I think if you can find a funny angle, funny and unique angle in in a subject matter, then go for it. But if it if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and you have to deal with the consequences of that. <laughs> right. Well, we've Absolutely. we've definitely we've all been there. I think that's. <laughs> but that's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, so I mean. I, I mean, tell me, I mean, tell me about then maybe your, well, let's go both ways with it then. I mean, cause uh, you talk about, about subject matter. What, what is maybe one of, one of the, the best moments you've had on stage and, and, and maybe a moment where you've, you've tried to do something that was uh, off color that, that maybe didn't work or, or you just didn't quite have the right angle on it yet or, uh, or, and again, uh, I'm, or maybe, maybe you don't have anything like that. I don't know. Well, like the worst I ever did is when I was 15. I it was my second time performing, and I had just started listening to like a lot of more dark comedians, and so uh, I wrote all these jokes that were the most alienating and offensive, crazy shit I could think of, <laughs> and no punchlines really. It was just awful shit. <laughs> right. And I got up there, and it was it was racist. It was anti-Semitic. It was. <laughs> All of the icks and the ists. Right. <laughs> but again, you're 15? You're, you're 15, fi yeah. And honestly, though, at, at, at 15, not, not that, you know, at 15, you don't know what the hell you're doing in life anyway. Let's, let's, yeah. Be so, let alone comedy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I give you, yeah. Yeah. Great time to learn that. And also, I give you, I give you props for, for trying that then and realizing, hey, you know, I, I might actually need punchlines. Uh, but, right. but no, that's, and I started writing, I started writing my acts out better and right. studying joke writers more and going, okay, I see what, what's going on here and how I can actually make this funny. And right. yeah, uh, but a, a good time, like a, one of my best moments on stage. Yeah. Um, I've had some good moments. Uh, one of my favorite times, I was at the Comedy Union in, in L.A., and uh, I kind of just worked to get this spot. as a five-minute, like, showcase spot. Sure. And, uh, yeah, and, like, it just ended up being a packed room, and there was, like, some bigger names that were uh, on the list that had just dropped in. 
and so it, it, the energy was all there and I was uh, the second guy up and I just fucking just, it just killed and there was so much energy and people were standing up and going crazy it was one of my favorite times on stage just from the amount of energy and I was like sick beforehand too but like that stage adrenaline kicked in and uh, I don't know it just it was one of those moments where everything just kind of like locked in and hit every beat I meant to you know I didn't fumble through my words which happens a good amount sure and uh and I, and I humped the fuck out of the stool. That's really just what I did. I just grabbed that stool and made him a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that's if that's the pinnacle of, of comedy right there. Yeah. So. Stool humping. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, how do you how do you get time out there in LA versus here in Michigan? Like, I know Michigan, you just email somebody. Like, out in LA, is it by invite only? Is it you know who you know? How does that work? Yeah, so there's kind of different tiers of open mic comics. So there's open mics where they'll have a – there's a website you can go to called thecomedybureau.com. Um, it'll list all of the open mics, what time they start, how to sign up. So some of them you just show up, you put your name in a bucket, and then they just draw names as they go. And then, yeah, they basically – they'll say, like, we start at 8, end at 10. If your name gets pulled, great. If not, sorry. And you get, like, three to five minutes max. Oof. Yeah, and then there's so, other ones where you can sign up ahead of time and you pay like five dollars for five minutes and ten dollars for ten minutes. And you have you're to only pay? The comics really, yeah, you have to pay. There are some places, yeah, that and you then, have to. So that's kind of like the bottom rung. And then what starts to happen is when you're at these mics, people start to go, "Hey, I run this show over here. It'd be great to have you." And then they'll, they'll invite you to come to your show and do, you'll do 10, 15 minutes. And then um, somebody else will see you there. And then uh, I ended up getting like kind of regular spots at the Haha ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, because this guy um, Ali he saw me at this other show and then brought me in and somebody else saw me at his show and they have different shows on different nights and so he's like come do my show Tuesday night, and then they saw me and then they brought me to the Comedy Union so it just happens kind of that way you just you meet different people get invited to different places but you kind of just have to slowly work your way up. Yeah, it's it's all about and, uh, networking. Yeah, just, just get, yeah, get yourself in front of different people. Awesome. Very man. cool. So, but you start it, off paying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you literally have to pay your dues. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you do yeah. anywhere, right? You just, you work and if you have to pay, you have to pay and you go for it from there. Um, I, I mean, so right. I, I guess I, I know you had said initially what drew you out to LA the first time was that you were, you had your internship out there. That's where you started really doing more, more comedy out there. Um, for people who have not, made that move to New York, LA, Chicago, whatever the case may be. Um, what what kind of insight would you have or do you have to, to say, you know, if you're at XYZ point in your career, this is the time to move. I mean, do, do you have any thoughts on that or, or do you yeah. think it just kind of depends on the person? I would say have like 10 grand saved up. It's going to make yeah. things a lot more comfortable for you and allow you to focus on comedy once you're out there. Because whenever I've been out in LA, I've just been broke as shit. Because I moved out there with like fifteen hundred to two grand in my pocket. <laughs> and uh, if you've ever been to those cities, that lasts maybe a week. Right. <laughs> and your rent, so and the rent is fucking crazy. So I'd say save up a bunch of money. And then for comics specifically, I would say have at least forty-five minutes of just solid material. Um, and like, but like. I have 45 minutes of good material, but then five to 10 minutes of like absolutely no fat. It hurt. It hits every time, no matter where you're at. That way you can go to different mics and showcases and you can move up the ring because that's the most time you're going to get probably is like five minutes. So have a very strong five minutes first. And then, and then that's going to allow you to get more time in different places. But then you want to still have that material because, yeah, you know, what happens is if you, if people see you doing the exact same five minutes every time, they're just not gonna keep inviting you back. Right. right. You know, but uh, if you have, if you if you are able to kill every time and have different sets, then that's what's gonna get you invited back. So, to start, have a five have five minutes of solid material, but you want to have about forty five minutes to an hour worth of material you can pull from for different sets. And that's I like an album. Yeah, I I would chunk I would have forty five minutes to an hour, but then chunk it out into five to ten different sets. Or five to ten minute sets within That's that. Smart. Yeah, and that like way you it. can go just kind of interchange it no matter where you're at. Yeah. 
I like that. That's awesome. That's that's great advice, Cam. Thank you. Yeah, this is well, we're getting a, a master class on how to do LA today. Uh, David, I like it. <laughs> and I'll oh, just I'll never go to LA. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, I'll never go yeah, to LA. I, yeah, it's crazy out there right now. I, I'm probably not going to go back for a while. Um, but I have a lot of you know good friends out there. I focus on uh, being funny, but also being respectful to everybody and just you know making friends and don't people when if people feel like you're just using them for an opportunity it's going to push them off. But if you're just friendly and respectful to everybody, you know, people are more likely to, to help you out and uh, to see your, at least see your talent and stuff like that. So do you if think coming sense. from the Midwest kind of helps you in that regard? Like, cause the people that I've met in the Midwest and I'm a native New Yorker, but the yeah. people that I've met in the Midwest are just genuinely nice folks who don't really oh, use yeah. people. They're for lack of a better term. I mean, we're the ones that kind of, fall into the wayside because we're so over over uh, welcoming and so overly polite that you know do you see that as a downfall in bigger cities like LA or even where you lived in Florida yes yeah, so actually I, I see it as an advantage because when you're in those cities people first of all I think people from the Midwest have a harder work ethic too when it comes to comedy a lot of the Chicago comics I've seen they they take it way more seriously than like LA natives or people that grew up in like Orange County Okay. Um, they're a lot more chill about it because they kind of just grew up around entertainment. Um, but also, I think a lot of it's it's refreshing when you find someone who's genuine and who's genuinely interested and genuinely is a nice person, rather than it's somebody that's being fake. Because that's majority of what you'll see out there is is fakeness. And so when they have somebody that's actually genuinely cool, you know, it's an advantage. I think at the end of the day. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess yeah. How did it go? How did it go for you then? Uh, oh oh you oh you thought you were genuine? Okay, all right. Um, yeah no. no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I'm in my car drinking whiskey on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> on the greatest podcast ever. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. This is why I moved back is just to get on this podcast. I mean. I, I, Cam, I love you, dude. You know that, but I, I hate to tell you that might not have been the best career move. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe in this podcast, John, even if it's more than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, so so I mean, you, you talk you talk about as you said having a good forty five to an hour going going out there. Um, but even once you get out there, you still have to work out new material, obviously, and you have to continue to write and continue to come up with new bits, new jokes. Um, so, yep. so for you, Cam, I mean, what does that process look like to you? Do you like to write on stage? Or are you more of, or, or do you um, write everything out point by point, uh, space by space, ahead of time? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Uh, what What does that look like to you? Yeah, I think you've probably seen how I write a good amount. Um, I basically what? just write essays. And uh, yeah. like I'll I'll think of a I'll think of just kind of an angle on a subject, and then I'll write out everything that I think about it is in like an essay format. It might not even have any jokes in there, and then I read back over it. I start editing. I start cutting out, and then I start putting in some punchlines, and then I do it again and again, and then I bring it on stage, and then I see where the laughs are, where the laughs aren't, where the laughs are weak, where I could change something, and then I go back and I do it again and again until it's perfect i try to at least be perfect it's not ever going to be perfect but you know that's that's right. kind of, I, I i yeah it's writing editing writing editing 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 and then stage and then edit some more <laughs> wow <laughs> right. so 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 you're doing essays basically uh short stories if you will and then yeah. editing it to the point where you you, you tag it you put in the punchlines, put in the taglines where did you learn that technique uh just over time from uh because I've tried to just go on stage and write, and it never really worked out for me. Um, and, and I've studied comedy since I was a kid. I've been obsessed with comedians, uh, and I've like listened to comedy radio since I was like ten years old. And like literally since I was like fourteen, I think I've gone to bed every night just listening to comedy. So my brain just thinks in that way <laughs> at, at this point. And so, uh, and so yeah. So I don't know. And I guess probably social media is a part of that too. I get used to writing different things for social media and how I'd phrase that. And um, 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of just something I've adapted over time. It definitely hasn't always been like that, but that's how I've seen it. It works best is if I just kind of let it all spill out of my head first, and then go and edit it. Yeah. But like, it's never like on stage that process. It's always like on my phone or right. on like a piece of legal pad. <laughs> right. That, that's that's one of, one of my one of my favorite things is you know David and I uh, David you and I will write together sometimes, but uh, Cam and I will also yeah. write. And, you know, one of the things uh, I enjoy Cam is is you know every once in a while I'll get just like a six or seven paragraph essay from you of, okay, this is, this is what I've got. You know, what, what do you think? And I'll, I'll do the same thing to you. I'll, I'll send you a whole, you know, I've got a new story that I'm working on. This is, you know, six or seven paragraphs of, you know, whatever. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, for me, it's, it's interesting because I, I can, I, I like writing with both of you because David, you and I have a very different style of, of comedy, right? Um, so it's, right. So it's, it's fun for me to write with you because I, I have that ability to kind of get a different perspective on, on the jokes that I'm working on or the jokes that I'm writing. Right. Uh, and then Cam, you and I are, I wouldn't say we're, we're this, we're not very, we're similar in some ways in the sense that we both do kind of darker material, uh, but we're, we're different as, yeah. as well in terms of our, our personas and, and perspectives. Uh, but because yeah, we do... I'd say if, if you guys were good and evil, I would be purgatory. I'll make someone. <laughs> but I like that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but but I like that about you too because uh, again we our 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 way of of comedy writing you and I cam is is so similar <laughs> that that we kind right. of feed off each other in that way and we can kind of uh, almost write for each other to it to a certain extent, which is is great, you know. Um, it's it's nice when I don't actually have to write any of my own jokes and I just let you do it for me. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where John gets all his good jokes from. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah. So anyway, I, again, I think it is a it's a fascinating way to to think about writing as as well. Um, so. Uh, I, I guess again, I, I have I have a number of other questions. I, David, I, I don't want to like take up all all the time, but um, I will. So um, you have, and I think we've been a pretty good back and forth. <laughs> Cam, right, David, did you have questions, David? I'm sick of John. I've been, I've been asking good questions. All right, so here's so here's another one. So you and I were actually at a show together the other day, and you brought like your whole family with you, which I thought was really yeah. cool. And then, like a lot of your material is about your family, yep. so how do you how do you bridge that? Like, cause I know some of it's got to be a little bit embellished, maybe for the jokes, but like, how do you how, how do you break it, the news to your family? Like, hey, you're gonna be the butt of all these jokes. Yeah, I usually like if I have a joke about someone, like my mom specifically. If I have a joke like about her, I'll go and talk to her and say, hey, this is my joke. This is what it is. And uh, I'm not really at, it's not really that I'm asking for permission because I'm going to do it, but <laughs> I'm just letting her know it's going to happen. <laughs> right. And so, like, uh, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, my family has always been pretty, we've always had a good sense of humor, very sarcastic family, open. We never really were worried about like being embarrassed in public or anything like that. So they can handle it. And the way I looked at it is, okay, I had to live through it. So I get to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. I like that. Very fair. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, go ahead, David. Oh, sorry. Cause you, you were like, dude's not asking enough questions. So you well, mentioned, no, uh, so I can <laughs> say something already. Jesus. <laughs> Matt, when you play this back, you'll be like, David talked more than I thought. Is okay. exactly right. what you're going to say. <laughs> So, Cam, you mentioned George Carlin, and you mentioned that you've been doing yeah. comedy. Golly, you've been a big fan of comedy since you were 10. Um, I think a lot of people would be surprised to know you're only in your – you're only 24? Yeah, 24. Wow. So you're still super young. But in terms of comedy, you've gotten – I mean, you've studied for so long. So you mentioned yeah. George Carlin. Who are some of the other greats that you really rely on or who are your inspiration? Yeah, uh, Carlin definitely, Bill Burr, Chappelle. Uh, just in the way that they write, um, and kind of just the way that they take a, a subject and just break it down. Chris Rock is one I, I always model after because he knew how to just take a premise and just keep 
beating the shit out of it until he just got every ounce of funny out of it. If you watch the specials, he would just repeat it after, over and over again until it just you couldn't stop uh, laughing. And then, um, yeah, I'd say those probably are the main guys. Louis C.K., of course, not for his comedy, just for his predatory actions. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I really relate to him whacking it. <laughs> I relate to his offstage life. No, that's that's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, so I mean, uh, well, speaking of, of, I guess, oh, Jesus, Louis C.K. or whatever. Um, what's what's maybe uh, this? That's a terrible transition. What's the biggest risk you've ever taken on stage? Was going to be the question, but that's actually a terrible transition. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, it, from an outside perspective, there's definitely risks I've taken, but I've never seen them as risks because I, I figured they would get laughs, and it's comedy. Right. <clears throat> um, it's all in the name of comedy. Right. Probably the joke I told about my mom and how she got beaten as a kid <laughs> and that she was sexually abused. <laughs> and then, I, and then I say that, well, and my biological dad beat the shit out of her, and then my stepdad he hit her so hard that she had to get 14 stitches in her head from how, because she cracked her head open on a wall. <laughs> and that, but at the same time, these people, these are all people that loved her. And I never understood how someone could say that they love someone and do so much damage. And, uh, then I got a credit card bill and I found out my mom had ran $2,000 of credit card debt in my name. And my first reaction was, Oh my God, I, I get it. That's First time I said that on stage, it was a risk, <laughs> um, right. but it got yeah. laughed. <laughs> That's solid, and though. Then, That's... Uh, yeah, there was there was one time I took my shirt off, not not all the way off, but I uh, I was at the I was doing a comedy competition, and it came down to me and this one chick, and I was getting more applause, but then she took her shirt off and was showing her boobs, so then I took my shirt off and showed my boobs. <laughs> That's and yeah. I won. checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate yeah. on that one, Check man. That's mate. great. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking win, man. <laughs> I can show nipples. <laughs> I'm a man. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, you've we, you. you know, uh, we have definitely on on our uh, our video series that we do probably shown more uh, of that than than most people are are comfortable with. I know probably more than than. Our, our girlfriends are, are comfortable with us showing, but uh, so far, yeah, I just had dinner with, yeah, I just had dinner with my girlfriend's family, and I had to look them in the <laughs> eye, knowing that they watched me get icing on my face while I'm <laughs> half naked in my kitchen. <laughs> Not just get it on your face, like that. Those are really good money shot reactions. Those oh, yeah. are like <laughs> you guys are even like mother kissing it. You're like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about that for a quick. Let's talk oh, about yeah. that though. How did you guys come up with that, and how did you figure it to be a porn like to put it on Pornhub? One, I think it's brilliant. Um, two, it's very funny. But how the hell did you guys come up with that? <laughs> that's John. That's all John. We we kind of set up a day to just talk about different ideas, and this was like the first one out of his mouth, and we're like, "Fuck it, yeah, let's do that." <laughs> right, so so that actually it actually it actually came out of conver out of a conversation that uh, Demi, my girlfriend, and I had had. Uh, we were, we were talking about um, when I was a, a kid, I always wanted to open up my my own hot dog stand and sell different hot dogs. And I'm sure there are some some you know Freudian undertones to that. But um, you know, she's like said, selling well, the hot dog, the home wrecker. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, well, you know, maybe. You know, and, and and like when I was a kid, it was you know we could put like peanut butter on it, we could put chocolate syrup, we could do these different things. And be, so well, maybe you could make that a video series, you know, and and because uh, I've been doing different video, different videos and, and stuff, and I was looking for a new thing. And so I was, and so then I, I took her idea and kind of ran with it, and kind of we turned we kind of turned it into this the porno version. Uh, and then yeah, and then Cam and I you know had talked about hey we want to we want to do a, a, some sort of video series together. We weren't quite sure what we wanted to do. And then we decided, yeah, that was that was going to be the best. The, the that was kind of the first thing we kind of came up with and and, and worked with on on and and I, it's you know we we kind of just sat down and came up with our our you know 
different ideas of what episodes would look like and it's kind of been running since then yeah so we'll be uh episode three uh released yesterday um and then uh you can find it obviously on on pornhub uh, pornhub.com slash users slash dirtiest dish that date back to a long uh long thing i've i've always wanted to have a podcast or a show or something that aired on like a, a webcam website like chat chatterbait or <laughs> one of yeah. those um or just upload it on pornhub which is why i set up an OnlyFans too it's just because it's an area where you can get away with fucking anything and really yeah i mean it's adult it's adult websites you know it's there's people getting you know triple fisted and having milk <laughs> porn down their face you know it's porn on <laughs> OnlyFans. So, yeah, OnlyFans is a porn. It's an adult site. It's you know you have people doing all oh. this crazy fetish stuff on there, and so uh, I figure I could set up a page there, and then we can also put it on our Pornhub, and I can and we can release whatever we want uncensored, and not have to worry about ads or and right. you can set up a paywall and everything. So I think I've always wanted to do something along that lines. So, so that's why we've been. That's one of the reasons we've been putting it on Pornhub. So John is very proud of his schlong, and I know he shows <laughs> it on Pornhub. And I refuse to get Pornhub, by the way, FYI. I refuse to get it. You don't so have a to clean cut, dude. You don't have to sign and up for it. You, but you have Cam, it. You have it. <laughs> Cam, shoot me straight on this one. Is John Schlong as good as he makes it sound? I mean, it's fine. It's average, yeah. <laughs> I am. It's listen. Average, no, 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 no. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I am a grower, not a shower, and I stand by that. Now, in, well, it, if if we have to I'm do it, that you've never thrown around me. Then <laughs> it, it, listen, if you want to listen, if you want to do it, if you want to do it, then fine. On episode four, I will go Uh-oh. straight on with a massive full on erection, straight up. I don't care. Like if that's what we have to do, I I will prove. Where is, uh, will, you will you use it as a rolling pin? Will you use it as a rolling pin? Where is OSHA when you need them? These working conditions are not okay. <laughs> does, does it present a hazard? <laughs> it's definitely toxic, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you need to call HR, not OSHA, Cam. That's uh, yeah, EH&S but- cannot help you on that one. Yeah, HR is his girlfriend. She's a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think she'd actually be with you on that one. I, I feel like the less I show my junk on on the internet, the happier she's going to be. Uh, <laughs> but it hasn't stopped me before. You're so. supposed to wait till you're famous to show your dick, John. Oh, right. Otherwise, I mean, there's no value in it. Right. You're doing this Shit. totally backwards. God. Yeah, you're giving it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I, to- I totally fucked it. I I knew I should have listened to Chris D'Elia, man. That, that's oh, that's, that's the <laughs> damn. Oh, that's yeah. a, he's not listening. It's fine. Yeah, yeah fucking no. <laughs> he's got his daddy's money. He doesn't care. Right, he doesn't give a shit. Nah, he's got <laughs> to be up to catch the school bus in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does. He doesn't do drugs or alcohol. Just pedophilia. Whatever. Right. I mean, listen. We've we've all got our addictions, man. His just happens to be children. So. Yeah, that just happens to be so wrong. Right. <laughs> just to clarify our stance right. on it. <laughs> we do not condone fucking children. Right. right. And good versus but, evil. We say no. <laughs> to, to to pedophilia. Yeah, I, right, I don't right. think that's a. I don't think that's a crazy stance to take at this point. You know, yeah, I, I, I know game, we're definitely uh, going out. Yeah. We're definitely going out on a limb, you know, with <laughs> with our anti-pedophilia stance. But I feel like we're going to get away with it. I think we'll be okay. You know, we should announce the KKK right now, too. Let's just let's go all in. Let's right, just right. Push those chips into the side, into the we middle. Are, <laughs> <laughs> we are anti-racism, anti-kid-fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Cam, it is dark where you're at, man. Look how, look how oh, dark God. it is there. Uh, look, can you even see me at all? No, uh, I see the fire burning in the background. Say, <laughs> it's, not, it's not dark when you see the cross, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot what it was, but there's this black dude from the uh, from from Britain, and like he goes to, like these um, like neo-Nazi rallies, and they try to like make a swastika burn. And, like, they're having a hell of a time with it. And he's sitting in the field just sitting down videotaping. And he goes, 
and they're the superior race? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, the swastika's falling on them, and parts are, like, dangling. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. David <laughs> Terry, how old are these matches? <laughs> <laughs> we need more gasoline. Gretchen. <laughs> Oh no! No, you're going to throw the governor out of the bus. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of an old white woman name that just came out. <laughs> uh, <Gretchen's> perfect. <laughs> I didn't want to use either of my grandma's names, so I was like, ah, shit. An old white woman. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> Damn it! Ah, oh, that was bad planning on my part. Sorry, guys. Oh no, it's, that's that's, that's perfect. Uh, so you. We love Big Gretch. You heard it here, folks. Uh, David Steves thinks that Gretchen Whitmer is a neo-Nazi. So um, that's good. Just her name, not her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so um, Cam, again, obviously you've, you've, you've performed uh, all over, both in, in the Midwest and uh, L.A. and, and Florida, as, as we talked about, and really all over the country in different places. Um, yeah. Tell me two things. Number one, uh, your favorite room that you've ever uh, performed in, uh, and then also give me one room that you would at, like if you were given a million dollars, you would say absolutely not. I would never step foot back in there again. Well, JB Whiskey, I would never go back there again. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> what you waited till I was on mute to do that, you son of a gun! <laughs> Dude, you know you're stuff. coming up. You're on, you're on an upcoming show. You can't say I that know, you're on an upcoming show. <laughs> just kidding. It's a lovely show. Please come. And <laughs> show. Uh, no, uh, probably one of the best shows. Definitely <laughs> Sunday Night Funnies. Um, no, <laughs> that's a long story. Uh, are you banned from there? Yeah. <laughs> you are not. It's a long, long story. It was when I was a kid still, and there was a misunderstanding between Brian and the staff at the, it was when I was at the Riverfront Hotel. Okay. And yeah, so I had friends who were under 21, and I was under 21, and they were basically saying that we had to leave, and then I told Brian I had to leave, and then I guess they were saying, that the staff was saying that we were refusing to buy food or anything, which wasn't true. And then he started getting angry, and then my dad interrupted him or something, and then he got mad. And then I tried to come back a couple – when I moved back to Michigan, I tried to reach out, and he said that he was still angry about it. And uh, he's like, if your dad apologizes to me, then uh, I'll, I'll think about giving you stage time. And I was like, all right, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I've, I, I've met your father. I wouldn't expect him to apologize to anyone. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't ask him to either. No, right, that's fair. Some open mic, whatever. Right. But um, so I definitely am not going back there. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably one of the best rooms is the Ice House. Yeah, the Ice House in Pasadena. Yeah. It's, oh, it, nice. it has this weird energy about it. It's just so amazing. It's like impossible to bomb there. It's what you feel like when you're in there. It's like there's no way. I, could, I mean, I've seen it happen. But. <laughs> I say, you un, you underestimate uh, my abilities, Cam, but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. They treat comics really well. They do a professional taping anytime you perform there. They already Very have cool. the system set up, so they just go ahead and hit record, and you can have it emailed to you after your set. It's oh, really nice. cool, really good people. And it's, I think it's the oldest comedy club in America, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. It's, yeah. One of the, it's a great place. And the comedy store, obviously, too. It's the mecca for me. It's one of my favorite nice. places. Awesome. Now, do you have a lot of stuff on YouTube, or do you, like, how do you get your comedy stuff out there? Because you've performed in all these places and probably have great yeah. tapes. Do you upload them to YouTube fan page? So or? I, I have one tape on YouTube, and then I had a lot of stuff on my Instagram, and then I made a joke in my bio on my Instagram that said, "Cash at me for nudes." And I put my cash app <laughs> and straight up Instagram deactivated my account. <laughs> no. Like either that or somebody hacked it, but it happened right before I got, I uh, was in this video that got like 280,000 views and it happened right around the same time. And so my whole Instagram got shut down. I didn't have any of the stuff backed up. So I lost oh, a fuck. ton of clips and stuff from my time in LA, that but I've been sucks. rebuilding it. And so my Instagram came honey Egger. Um, you can see clips and stuff of me there and on TikTok, same 
username. And I'll be putting stuff on, on YouTube more. Um, I kind of just want to preserve stuff, though, that I'm working on. So, For like, sure. I've got, like, yeah, I've got, like, I think, the, I think the one I have on YouTube is 10 minutes of the Ice House. It's stuff that I've worked on for a long time and kind of perfected and uh, it's stuff I'm comfortable burning. But like the stuff that I'm working on, I'll put little clips here and there on, on Instagram. But yeah, you can come see me in person if you want to see it. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's why I, I only put on YouTube, I only put like two minutes here, three minutes there. I, I don't ever put like my full sets on there because I'm like you. Like, hey, if this yeah. gets you in trade, you should see the rest of the set. Right, exactly. myfansonly.com. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, and there's like lots of comedy festivals too. Like what what happens in LA is they have like the North Hollywood Festival. Um, there's another one. Netflix has their has one that they're starting out there. And then there's Just for Laughs in Montreal. There's tons of different comedy festivals that happen around the country. And so I try to have at least so I like to have that set, or if I can have other videos and stuff that I can submit to those some festivals that's pretty much the only thing i really only reason i want a video on youtube of my stand-up Absolutely. right now like right so now, how, yeah. have you been into a lot of festivals or what, what's your favorite festival i was going to be and the world <laughs> shut down <laughs> oh that's yeah sorry yeah, it was gonna be a good year uh i did laugh i've done laugh fest a couple of times here and there the, my, that time i uh, bombed horrifically when i was 15 it was an amateur showcase at Laugh Fest. That was that was a good time. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was awful. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've actually done a festival since then. Um, but yeah, I was gonna be doing the North Hollywood Festival this year. I was excited for that, and then I was submitting for the uh, New Faces in uh, Montreal. Oh, but, nice! Man, everything fell apart. So hopefully next year we'll see. Yeah, sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. That's life. Well, that's, happens, but, I yeah. mean, we're, yeah. You'll, hashtag you'll COVID. get there. You'll get there. Hashtag we'll, COVID. Hashtag COVID. <laughs> so. I don't know. I took, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just saying, I took, I, I've, I've been taking COVID as like a, a sign to kind of just get my shit together as best as I can. So that way, when the time comes, I can just hit the ground running as much as possible. So I'm getting my relationship right. I'm getting my mental health right, my physical health right. I'm doing it, keto. I think I've already lost. That's that's like that's keto. all that's all overrated, man. That's you know. Fucking... Oh, shut up, John. <laughs> dude, Cam, I'm freaking proud of you, dude. That's awesome. You do that, dude. You're such a dick sometimes to the people you are closest with. Really? really, evil, evil side. Cam, Listen. I'm proud of you, dude. Get your mind right, dog. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Go fuck yourself, John. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. All right. <laughs> I'll be over in a minute to tuck you in. Okay. Thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, I mean, rub and tug. Yes, somebody needs to suck my dick tonight. Louis C.K. style. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> right, right in that sliding glass door. That should be the end of this episode. Right there, like you just see Cam just like roll up, up like. Hey. <laughs> I mean, literally, like right back there. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. Oh my god! What if I walked to the wrong apartment? Though that would be funny. That would be great. I mean, <laughs> I would also wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, I, I mean, I got some cute neighbors. Just, uh, you know, just be careful. That's true. Uh, <laughs> 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 I said I got, I said I got some cute neighbors. That's all I'm saying. That's you know. Just like, how old are these cute neighbors? Be careful where you go, Cam. Um, shit, I don't know. Cam's so, taken so, man. Yeah, yeah, Look six, for your other partner. They're they're sixteen, seventeen. You'll be okay. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Abort, abort mission. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cam. Nope. No problem. No. Um, so we we've only we've probably got five five or six minutes left here, Cam. Uh, so so our uh, day. So before we. We go. I guess really the only other major question I, I have for you, uh, Cam, because I know I know and a lot of these questions I, I I probably already know the answer to because again we've we've worked together, but I want uh, other people to understand this as well. Um, when you're getting ready to go on on a show or a showcase, Mike, whatever the case may be, how do you how do you prep for that? Do you have any any uh, pre-show rituals, uh, or do you do you um, have anything that you like to do? Do you run over your notes do you 
just get drunk? What what what's your how do you what's your plan? Well, how do you how do you? I chain, I, I chain smoke half a pack of cigarettes and then I avoid <laughs> eye contact with everybody. And then um yeah, I'll usually like write my set list out and I try to keep it like two to five words per topic and just kind of write it out just so I have it in my head of where I want to go. Sure. And then uh and then I go and then yeah I chill for a little bit and then just go for it. Yeah. Nice. Um, post show, then I get drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, well, obviously, once once you once you're done, you can you can celebrate your, your success or drown your yeah. sorrows either way. <laughs> so. Yeah, I can't drink before going on stage though. I've never I've never done good drunk on stage. I can do yeah. good stoned on stage. I've I've had good times, but never drunk. <laughs> See, I yeah, bad. I I can't I can't do it. Like, I'll I'll have like one or two sometimes, like a, a beer or two, just to kind of get me a little bit loose. Uh, yeah. but I, I'm the same way. Like I'll, I'll immediately start losing my place. I just, I got to stay as sober as possible. That's... Yeah. I get foggy brain when I'm, when I'm drunk. So I just, oh, well. it's not there. Yeah. Two, two is a sweet spot for me as well. Um, but yeah. Cam, I saw you the other night. So you do kind of put yourself, you kind of socially distance yourself to get into the, the mindset. Is there a part of the show for like beginning, middle or end, and which, and why? Say it again. I think you cut out halfway through. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, do you like the beginning, like when you when you're put up into a lineup? Do you like the beginning, the middle, or the end, and why? Oh yeah. Um, I usually like the middle. It's usually a sweet spot. Um, just because people I, usually at the middle, it means people are engaged. Um, people are there for the show, and then um, and like there's not the pressure of like. Um, the first opening spot of where you have to get everybody on the page to laugh because people sometimes people come out to like a bar show they're not ready to laugh so it takes a couple comments before they're in the mood so the middle spot I, I prefer usually by the end uh, you see people leaving some of the comics brought a bunch of people like sometimes I did <laughs> but um, some of those comics they leave with half the crowd so by the time you're up you're up it's been already an hour and a half and you're performing to five people so yeah. I prefer like around six, six or seven. If I'm like on a lineup of ten, maybe I'd, I'd prefer like, yeah, five to seven in that area. All right, making nice. note of that for next month. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put them up first. Um, no, <laughs> that would be the ultimate dick move. That'd be the ultimate dick move. <laughs> oh God! Well, Cam, thank you, thank you for joining us, man. Um, this has been yeah, an man. absolute pleasure, uh, as always. Um, I'll come out uh, here in a minute, and we'll we'll smoke and uh, suck each other off. Um, but it's raining right now. Did you notice that? Is it really? Oh fuck! Yeah, oh, well. it just started raining. Oh, fuck! All right, that's bullshit. Well, before we get yeah. out of here, man. Uh, before we get out it's of like here, like a video. Uh, uh, did you want to run your socials real quick? Uh, your uh, social media, your OnlyFans, your <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans is Honeycam. So it's honey, then the word cam. Uh, so just look that up. You can find uh, different clips of, of uh, just different funny clips on there. You can find episodes of Dirty Dishes. And then um, I will be having a podcast starting soon once my uh, computer situation is figured out. But I'll be releasing episodes on there um, first, and then later in the week you can find them on YouTube and shit. Uh, Instagram, that's a great spot for me. I spend a lot of time there. So if you want, just hit me up on there. I reply to everybody. It's uh, at Cam Honeyager. That's C-A-M-H-O-N-E-Y-A-G-E-R. Nice. Man. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, you can get me as well uh, at the John Batch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and, uh, again, as, as always, on uh, Pornhub.com slash users slash the dirtiest dish uh, for those uploads as well. <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, David? Yeah, DSteve79, uh, where I try out all my new jokes and challenge Mike Tyson to fights um, because my mom doesn't have Twitter, so that's good. <laughs> um, I saw that she just liked our fan page, by the way. So oh, fuck. I'm, I'm nervous about that. It's like now a family thing. I'm going to be that guy at the family reunion. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> guy Mafia, well, there's a bunch of periods. I'll let you figure it out on Instagram. Um, I reply to everyone just like Cam does. And um, I'm old, so I like Facebook too. So. 
There's a bunch of periods. I'll let you. I'll let you figure it out. It's basically the status of every relationship I've ever been in. Um, <laughs> it's basically, sex education for women in America. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. Don't worry about it. Here's awesome. a tampon. <laughs> uh, you can always contact us as well uh, at goodevilpodcast at gmail dot com. You can follow us on on Facebook uh, at Good vs Evil if you're in David's family. Uh, or you can uh, follow us on, on uh, Instagram at Good VS Evil Podcast. Uh, Cam, once again, thanks for joining us, man. This has been uh, fucking fantastic. Uh, always Thank you so much, Cam. Thank you. you guys for having me so much. It's been a pleasure. See, see you guys Absolutely. later. Uh, Take care, as, brother. As always, uh, this has been Good versus Evil, uh, a comic discussion of the good. Oh, let me try that again. I was I was not waiting. I was waiting. I didn't expect him to just fucking take off like that. So I saw your again. face change when he just left the room. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> try that again. Ah. Uh, th- this has been good versus evil, a comic discussion of the end times. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steve. And I am the evil side, John Bash. Enjoy the rest of your day. Toodles, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>